Show them to all. Today's topic is Tzubasaf Yud Beis. We are starting Yud Alpha and Beis. Three lines up from the bottom. The last word on the line. And today's topic sponsor Lili Nishmas Mars Miriam Sarah Basar Yaakov Meisha Hernish Shama Shadav and Aliyah and Lili Nishmas Mars Rifka Basar Meir Zev Hernish Shama Shadav and Aliyah. And we continue discussing scenarios where he thought she was a Basula, but it turned out she was a Baula. What amount does she deserve for Aksuba? Does it get knocked down from two hundred to hundred, or can he say that it was a Mekachtos and she wouldn't get anything? Sigmar says Tanarban. We have a Brisa. Kansarisha in the first one married her Lashim Nisuin for Nisuin, meaning it was a full marriage. It wasn't just Erisin. It was Nisuin also. However, Vyeshla Edim Shlai Nistra, she has Edim that she was never secluded with this first husband of hers. Inami, alternatively, Nistra, she was secluded with him, but Vlai Shasak they Bia. The Edim are saying that they weren't secluded long enough to have Bia with each other. And now she's marrying a second husband, Basulim. The second husband isn't able to say that I didn't find Basulim. Why is that Shari Kansarishan? Because the first one already married her. And the moment there's a Nisuin with that first husband, the second husband is not able to tie in a Basulim. Again, that's even though there's Edim that said that they were never secluded with each other. And you based on what Alpha on top, Amurabi, he says, Zoysamaris, we learn from here, Kansabachaskas Basula, Vanimsas Baula. If we married her, Cheska says she's a basula. It turns out she's a baula. Yashla ksuba mana. She still gets a ksuba of a mana, and he's not able to tie it. It's a mekachtos, and I don't want to give you any ksuba. Ravashi Omer he says not so quick. But amal oil emelacha less laklal. Really, I could tell you that if he was kindus or becheska's basula, and it turns out that she's a baula, that he wouldn't have to give her anything. Vishani hacha. But our particular case in the brass is different. Shari konsarishain because the first one had already married her, and the moment she gets married, even though she has Adam saying that she was never nister with him, that she was never secluded with him, or she was never with him long enough to have bia, it doesn't make a difference. It's very possible that she was mezana, or she did have bia, and that Adam weren't there. They can't be there 24 hours a day. So therefore, since she had already gotten married, the second husband isn't able to say that I didn't find Basulam into Mekachtos. But in a regular situation where this is her first marriage, he thought she was a Basula. Turns out that she's a Baula. He is able to say that it's a Mekachtos. Ask the Gemara, so we should be chashed that maybe she was Mizana under him. Meaning after Erison, before Nisun with the second husband, she was Mizana. And by you saying that he doesn't have time to Basulam, that means he's not going to go to Bezin. And if he doesn't go to Bezin, we're never going to be able to be Mavire whether or not she was Mizana. So Rav Shravi, he answers this case is different. Altar. We're talking about a case where he was Makadashur and he was Bail her right away, so she didn't have time to be Mazana. Now the Gemara tells us, Some have this whole conversation with Rabba and Rav Ashi on our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says, Besula Amana, and Amana who's a Besula, Grusha Vachalutza, Minha Nisuin, all this is from Nisuin, Ksubasan Mana, the Ksubas Amana, the Ela Hentanis Besulin, and the husband is not able to tie no, I didn't find Besulim. And Besulim and Nisuin, Hechemishkachas law, how do we have the case where she's a Besula from Nisuin? She got married, she had Nisuin, but she's still a Besula. How is that possible? They had Chopa, but they were never Bail each other. And it was on this that Amar Rabba, Rabba said, Zoysamaris is what we say. That if he was kind of her, thinking that she's a basula, turns out she's a baula, that she only gets a mana. And it was on this that Ravashi Amar Ravashi said, Really, in a standard case, if he married her thinking she's a basula, and it turns out that she's a baula, he would not have to give her any ksuba because it's a mekachtos. Vishani Hacha, this case is different. That's because she already had Kenisul Chopa, and then she went to a second marriage, so there he's not able to tie a mekachtos. But in a standard case, he would be able to tie a mekachtos, and he wouldn't have to give her any ksuba. The Gemara once again asked the same question. We should be chashed that maybe she was mezan. After Erison, in between Erison and Nisuin, with the second husband. So Rav Shavia he answers, Alter. We're talking about a case where he was Makadashur and Bail her right away, so there was no time for her to be Mazana. And now the Gemara explains, Brisa, the one that teaches this on the Brisa, meaning Rabba's opinion or Ravashi's opinion, were stated on the Brisa that we started out today's Gemara with. For sure, that would apply to the Mishnah. Why is that? Because the Brisa is talking about a case where she has Adim that she was never secluded with him, or that she was secluded with him but not long enough to have Bia. So if even in the case where there's Adim, the second husband is not believed with the Tana Basulim, in the case of our Mishnah where there's no Adim, of course, the second husband's not believed with the Taina of Basulim. But Umadi Masalama Sisa, one that teaches it on our Mishnah of Al Brisulai, he would not be teaching it on the Brisa, Mishim Dematsi Amrla, because he could always tell her, Ano Adim Samchi, I was relying on the Adim. The case of the Brisa was that there was Adim saying that she was never secluded with him, or that she was secluded with him, but not long enough to have Bia. So according to Madama that taught this on the Mishnah, in the Brisa, he would have a Taina because he would say, I was relying on the Adim. And the Mishnah says, After Erisin, before Nisuin, someone eats by his father in law in Yehuda, and there's no Adim to make sure that nothing happened in between him and his 
After the marriage, he's not able to tie oh, I didn't find Basulim. That's because he's miyachid with her in Yehuda. We've already mentioned this previously that in Yehuda they would be miyachid, the chasen and the kal together. So now, after the marriage, he can't say, oh, I didn't find Basulim. It's very possible that when they were in Yicha, they had Bia and he forgot about it, or he had started a Bia, he stopped and he didn't realize that he removed her Basulim. Now, the Gemara makes an inference from the Mishnah, from the fact that the Mishnah says, one that did eat by his father in law, that implies that there are places in Yehuda where they didn't have this custom to go eat by their father in law. And our Bayabai tells us, Shmami, no, we learn from here, that in Yehuda itself, there are certain places that have this minig and certain places that didn't have this minig. Kitatan, you have a bride, so Amrav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda says, in Yehuda, Barishan originally, they would be miyachid the chasen and the kala with each other a short time before the chapa. Kadeshi, hey, Levi Gaspa, so he should be comfortable with her and it shouldn't be awkward on the night of the wedding. But in Galo, loy hayu eisen kain, they wouldn't do so. Furthermore, be Yehuda, in Yehuda, Barishan originally, they had two attendants, one for him, one for her. What's the purpose of these attendants? So they should serve, they should really check out, and they should guard the chasen and kala as they're going to the chapa, which means the night of the wedding, they have to make sure that no foul play is going on, they have to make sure that she doesn't bring in a bloodstained cloth just in case she's not a basula and she wants to hide that so she's going to bring in a bloodstained cloth to the wedding night and to make sure that the chasun doesn't take away the bloodstained cloth and put his own clean cloth and then say oh she wasn't a basula however they would not do this and also originally the shushvinin would sleep in the house that the chasun and the kala were in but they wouldn't do this and the brassica includes whoever does not have this minig the chasun is not able to come and say oh I didn't find Basulim. Now the Gemara just asked on this last part of the Brisa. Ahayo, what's this last part of the Brisa going on? If you want to say it's going on the Rasha of the Brisa, that in Yehuda they would be Miyachi the Chas and the Kala before the Chopa. Well, that's so. Kal Shanagmi Bailei. It should say whoever does have this Minig, they're not able to tie a Basulim. Whoever has a Minig of being Miyachi the Chas and the Kala before the Chopa, they cannot tie a Basulim. But here the Mishnah said Kal Shaloi Nohag. So it doesn't really make sense it's going on the Rasha. So Allah say if you want to say it's going on the Seifa, meaning that we have to have Shushvin and making sure that there's no foul play. So then Kal Shaloi Moshmashmi Bailei. It should say whoever does doesn't have these attendants, so then they cannot tie a besulim. But it says kol shaloi nohag kaminigaze, not kol shaloi moshmash. So Rabbi he answers the my reisha is really going on the reisha uteni, and really what the brayso should say is kol shenohag. Whoever does have this minig like they have in Yehuda. So Rabbi Rav, Rav asked Abai, but kol shaloi nohag katani. It says in the brayso whoever does not have this minig, so you can't change it to saying whoever does have this minig. Alam Rav he has a different way of understanding the brayso. Hachikamar this is what the brayso is saying kol shaloi nohag minig galil big galil anyone who lives in galil and they don't keep to the Galilean minig el minig Yehuda begal. They have the minig of Yehuda in Galil, that they're miyachah the chasen with the kala before the chuppah, and yachalat in tanis basulim, then they're not able to tanis basulim. Rabbi he says, Oyama Seifa, really it's going on the Seifa of the Mishnah. Utanin, what really should be said in the brass is koshalai moshmash and not koshalai nog. And the Mishnah says, Achsamanus Yisrael, Achsamanus Kaihanim, Ksubasa Mane, and Almana, her Ksuba is a Mane. Now, when we say Almanus Kaihanim, it does not mean that she is the Almana of a Kayin, that her husband was a Kayin. It means that her father is a Kayin, and she is an Almana, the daughter of a Kayin. So no matter what, if her father is a Yisrael or her father is a Kayin, her Ksuba's a money when she gets married to somebody else. But now the Mishnah tells us, Bezen The Bezen Kaihanim would collect a Ksuba of 400 Zuz for a Basula, and the Chachamim did not protest this. The Ksuba of a regular Basula is 200 Zuz. But since daughters of Kaihanim are Chashiv, the Bezen of Kaihanim decided that the standard Ksuba of their daughters was to be 400 Zuz, and the Chacham were okay with that. Now the Gemara tells us, we have a Brisa of Almanus Kaihanim, Ksuba Samasayim, and Almana, the daughter of a Kain, her Ksuba is 200. As the Gemara of Anatanan, our Mishnah says, That doesn't make a difference. Who she's the daughter of, her ksuba is only a mana, not two mana. So Ravashi explains there were two takanos, meaning it was a progression. Me'ekara originally takinu lebesula abramei a who was the daughter of a kain, she got a four hundred zuz ksuba. But if she was an almana, she 
only had a 100 Zuz Ksuba. But Yubeza Meza on top came into Chazadim Zalzal, who since they saw that they were being Mazalzal in these daughters of Kaihanim, since these daughters of Kaihanim, who were Almanas, only got a Ksuba of 100, it was very easy to divorce them. And this was particularly embarrassing for Kaihanim because Kaihanim are very Chashiv and their families are very Chashiv. So therefore, it's more embarrassing when their daughters were getting divorced because of this. Therefore, the Kinulu Masan, they were Matakin for these daughters of Kaihanim, that they get a 200 Zuz Ksuba, even though they're Almanas. And that was stage one. But then, came the Chazadu Kav Harshin Minayhu, since they saw that people were staying away from the daughters of Kaihanim who were Almanas, to Amri because people said, Adinaz bin an Almanas Kaihanim, Nezol Nesib Basul Instead of marrying the daughter of a Kayan who's an Almana and having to pay her 200, we might as well marry the Basula who's the daughter of Yisrael and we'll pay her the same amount for her Ksuba, but at least she's a Basula. So, General Sayyid, they went back to the original state that the daughter of a Kayan who's an Almana gets only 100 and not 200. And we said in the mission that Bezan Shokahanim had established that the daughters of a Kayan get a 400 Zuz Ksuba. It's not specifically that only the Bezan of Kayanim are allowed to do this for Kayanim. This can even apply to a very Miyuchas family in Klai Yisrael, a very Chashif family, even though they are Israelim, in Ratsulasus Kedarsha Kahanim Oisin, Oisin. If they want to establish for their daughters, like the Kahanim established for their daughters, they're allowed to do that, and they're allowed to demand a higher Ksuba for their daughters. The Gemara's Mesa, we have a brass that says, Ratsulasus Kedarsha Kahanim Oisin, if someone wants to do like the Kahanim do, Kagain, for example, Bas Yisrael Lakain, Bas Yisrael marrying a Kain, or Bas Kain Lisrael, or Bas Kain marrying Yisrael, Oisin, they are allowed to do that. But what do we learn from here? Bas Yisrael Lakain, Bas Kain Lisrael, who the Ikatzad Kahuna, that's only when there's a Tzad Kahuna, there is a Kain involved in the Shidduch, then you could demand a higher Ksuba. But it implies that when we have a Bas Yisrael marrying an Yisrael, they're not able to demand a higher Ksuba. So Gemara says, Lemi Baya Ka'amar. It's a Lemi Baya. Lemi Baya Bas Yisrael Yisrael. When a Bas Yisrael is marrying Yisrael, the Lemi Baya he is not able to tell her, Ilui Kamalina Lech, I'm elevating your status. He's not elevating her status. He's just a regular Yisrael. But when a Bas Yisrael is marrying a Kain, the Mati Amarla, he technically could tell her, Ilui Kamalina Lech, I'm elevating your status. You're now marrying me. I'm a Kain. And now I'm elevating your status. You're able to eat Shuma. You're much more Chashav. You might say that the parents of the girl are not able to demand a higher Ksuba because at the end of the day, she is marrying a Kain and a Kain is very Chashav. Kamash the Chiddush is the parents of the girl are able to demand a higher Ksuba even in such a case. And the Mishnah says, Hanay says, a man marries a woman, he didn't find any Basulam. It turns out she wasn't a Basula. Here, she says, It was already after Erison that I was Nenas, I was violated, and his field was flooded, meaning it's his tough luck. Since it happened after Erison, not only am I not usher to him, but also he would have to pay me Ksuba of 200. But who am he says, Likey, that's not so. You had Bia before we got engaged. And this is a total Mekachtos. I don't want to have to pay you anything. They say, She is believed. He says, Literally, this means we don't live off of her mouth, which means we don't believe her, we don't trust her. This woman is Becheskas that she was a Beula before Erison happened. And she tricked him. And the only way we'll believe her is if she brings a proof that she was violated after Erison, so then fine, she would get her regular Ksuba. But until then, we would say that she's guilty until proven innocent. Now, right now, our Mina and Rabbi Gamaliel and Rabbi Leazar is that the reason why she's believed is because we say that when we have Bari Veshema, Bari Adef, when we have a Bari Taina, a definite Taina, this person who's saying this Taina knows exactly what they're saying, they're 100% certain of what they're saying, and that's going up against a Shema, it's going up against a maybe, so the Bari wins. She's Bari, she's saying, I know for sure what happened, I know that I was violated after Erison. The husband's only a Shema, he doesn't know when it happened, he says maybe it happened before Erison, not after Erison, he's a Shema Taina, so it seems to be the reason why she's being believed is because Bari Veshema Bari Adef. And now the Gemara tells us, Itmar, let's say Ruvain tells Shimon, Mana li biyatcha, I have a mana in your hand, meaning you Shimon owe me, Ruvain a mana. And the other one says, meaning Shimon says, any idea? I don't know, I'm not so sure. Rabbi Yudhiv Ravuna Amri, they say, Chayev, Shimon has to pay Ruvain. Rav Nachman Rabbi Yechon Amri, Pater, he doesn't have to pay him. Rav Huna Rabbi Yudhiv Amri, Chayev, the reason why Shimon has to pay Ruvain, because Bari Veshema Bari Adef. When we have a Bari and a Shema, so the Bari wins. Ruvain says, you for sure owe me money. Shimon says, I'm not so
not so sure. So the Shemo loses, and now the Shemo has to take money out of his pocket and give that money to the Bari. Whereas if Nachman Rabbi Yechon, Amri Potter, they say that he's Potter, why is that? Literally, this means we establish the money with its master. Shimon is the one that currently has the money in his pocket, and this Bari Taina of Ruvain isn't strong enough to tell us that Shimon now has to take the money out of his pocket and give it to Ruvain. That which Rav Huna Rav Yehuda just said, that's what Shmuel said. Then we have a Mishnah. Let's say a woman who's not married is pregnant. Barmulan, they asked her, What's the nature of this child that you're carrying? So she tells him, It's from this man and he's a kain. It doesn't have to be that he's a kain, it just means that he's kosher. He's not a mamzer, he's not someone that's going to apostle the child. They say, She's believed. You told us in the name of Shmuel that the Lachas like Rabbi Gamliel even in the first case. Now this Barishana, this first case that we're referring to is the case of our Mishnah where she tainers that she was Nanas after Erisin. And Rabbi Huda is being told that he said the name of Shmuel that the Lachas like Rabbi Gamliel in our Mishnah as well. Now we just ask my Af Barishana, what does it mean Af Barishana also in the first case? What's the Chiddush to say that we pass him like Rabbi Gamliel even in our Mishnah? The Chiddush is Afagav Ikel Memer Mari. Even though technically in our Mishnah we could say Mari, she's trying to say that she was Nanas after Erisin and therefore she should get money from him. But there still is a real side to say that Ukimani Bechaskas Mare, nonetheless, Amram Gamliel, Amram Gamliel says, Bari Adef, the Hurtaina of Bari, I know for sure what happened, and I know that for sure I was Nanas after Erisin, we go with that Taina, and therefore she's able to get money from him. In other words, the Chiddush over here is that a Bari Taina is believed over a Shema, even Lahaitzi Mamain, to get money from someone else. The Gemara suggests, Lema Rav Yehuda, Rav Huna, Damri Kerem Gamliel. Let's say Rav Yehuda and Rav Huna say like Gamliel. Rav Nachman, Rav Yechon, Damri Kerem Yeshua, and Rav Nachman, Rav Yechon, say like Rav Yeshua. So I'm like Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman will tell you, I know the Amri Afilu Kerem Gamliel. I can even hold the Kerem Gamliel, but I can't look at Rav Gamliel. Hasam. The only reason why Rav Gamliel paskin like he did in the Mishnah is Elad Ek Amigu. It's because this woman in the Mishnah she has a Migu. Avalacha. But over here, when Ruvain says to Shimon, "You owe me money," my Migu Eka. What Migu does Shimon have over here? Now this word Migu is very important, and it comes up all over the Gemara. Literally, the word Migu means since, and the idea is as follows. Migu, which means since I could have said something else. And if I did say that other thing, I definitely would have been believed, then believe me with my current Taina as well. So Rav Nachman saying, I would agree with Rav Gamliel in our Mishnah. Why is that? Because here in our Mishnah, she has a Migu. Migu, she could have said that she was a Mukas 8, and she would have been believed to say that. So believe her now that her Taina is that she was Nanas after Erisin. And it's actually to her advantage to say that she was a Mukas 8, because with that Taina, she's not Usher to a Kain. Whereas when she Tainas that she was Nanas, she's Usher to a Kain. So that's why Rav Nachman would agree with Rav Gamliel in our Mishnah. But in the case where Ruvain's a Bari, and he Taina is from Shimon, who's a Shema, there's no reason why Shimon should be believed. Shimon doesn't have another Taina. He doesn't have a Migu to support him. In Ami, alternatively, we could say that Akan like Amram Gamliel Hasam, the only reason why Amram Gamliel Paskin is like the woman in the Mishnah is El Darmin and Ukma Chazaka. We say that we keep her with her Chazaka. Her Chazaka is that she's a Basula. She was born a Basula. She was a Basula for many years of her life. And only now we're not so sure when her Chazaka of being a Basula was removed. So therefore, it's better to keep her on her Chazaka that she's a Basula, and therefore he would owe her 200. Avalacha, but over here in the case where Ruvain's tining money from Shimon, my Chazaka is Lelahai. What Chazaka? does Ruvain had that he'd be able to get money from Shimon. It's better to say that Shimon has the chazak of having the money in his pocket and that he does not have to take the money out of his pocket and give it to Ruvain. And it's logical to say like what we just answered that Rav Nachman agrees to Rav Gamaliel because if we wouldn't say that we would have a kasha one halacha and another halacha. And what would that kasha be? The Kaimelon we know that the halachas of Rav Nachman we're dealing with dinim and we're dealing with monetary matters. Whereas in this case the halachas of Rav Gamaliel the halachas of Rav Gamaliel 
must be like we answered for Rav Nachman. In other words, in a standard case of Dini Mominus where there's a Bari versus a Shema, we're going to go with Rav Nachman that the Bari is not strong enough to be Mighty Mamun. The reason in our Mishnah that the woman's Taina of Bari does win is because she has a Migu backing her up, making the Taina stronger. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.